The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. On today's Therapy Thursday, we've got Liz Moody. So she is the host of the Top Wellness and Lifestyle Podcast, the Liz Moody Podcast, formerly Healthier Together. Uh, she's a world-class expert. Um, she's also a best-selling author of Healthier Together, Recipes for Two, Nourish Your Body, Nourish Your Relationships, and Glow Pops, and her new book, 100 Ways to Change Your Life, The Science of Leveling Up Health, Happiness, Relationships, and Success, is going to be published on October 17th by Harper Wave. All right, so from the creator of the Liz Moody podcast, hey girl. Hi. I am so sorry, y'all. I, You're my not allowed sister, to be sorry. You can't be sorry here. <laughs> my little sister came and stayed in like my podcast setup room. And so everything, and I was like sitting here and it's like, I'm missing something. I'm missing something. And that is my freaking headphones. Story of my life. How old's your <laughs> sister? Younger? She is. She's younger. Yeah. She's finishing her PhD in psychology right now. Okay. I had, um, we, it's funny because Jana and I have had babies at the same time. So our girls are three weeks apart. Our boys are three months apart. And then I have a three month old and she's due in like not long, like eight (laughs) weeks, eight weeks. So I I always want to know about sister relationships because my oldest and my youngest are both girls and I wanted a sister my whole life. But also, I love what you just said, because you're like, you're creating real siblings for your kids, but you're also building them this community that's not just blood related. And I think that's so, so special and so under talked about as well. I really love that you said that, actually. Are we, can I just go right in? Because I really like Liz. (laughs) Let's do it. This matters to me because I grew up in a pretty tumultuous um, upbringing and I have not found that I feel the safest with the people I'm related to. So I I do attempt to like throw out the lifelines to create these relationships and keep the, the family tree in air quotes. But I do feel like, I mean, it was funny, like even when it came down to delivery room, I asked Jana to be in with me because I thought she's going to advocate for me. She's going to know how to like well love me and take care of me better than my mom would. I mean, truthfully. 
So the thing is, yeah, I think that there's so much research that shows that we need community. It's so important for our mental health, our physical health, our cortisol levels for longevity. But we often assume that needs to be something that we're like inherently related to, or there's some sort of bloodline. I do this series on my podcast about the pros and cons of having kids. And I had on this therapist whose entire work is helping people decide whether or not to have children. And she said a really good option can be if you're kind of undecided, a lot of people end up being really happy having one kid. You kind of get the experience, but You're not as deep into it as if you have two or three children or more than that. And I shared that on social because it was really compelling to me. I'm leaning towards having one kid and people erupted at me. They were like, oh my gosh, your kid's going to be so lonely. Only children are so lonely. How could you do that to a human? And I'm like, community is going to be at the forefront of my mind every step of the way. But that community doesn't need to come from my uterus, you know? Yeah. And also I'm lonely and I have siblings. So that too. How many people do you know with siblings where they like hate each other? You don't want that to be the case, but it can happen. And I have so many friends that that's happened to. Like I love him and he's great. Today he turned 40. Actually, I FaceTimed him this morning. I still call him the baby. You know, he has a mustache and a family, but I'm he's sure the baby. he loves that. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because I'm not, it's not like he's not the first person I call when I, you know, and then and I, for a fine. long time, I, I even still normal. feel a little guilty saying it out loud to you, I think. I think that's I a think lot that of people, though. Yeah. I think I a agree. lot of people, as you get older, their first people are more friends, not family. I don't know. First people. Like the first people you'll call, the first person oh, you want right, to talk right, to, right, right, that right. like you feel more connected to your friends, I feel like. Not everyone, but I feel like that's pretty common. So I don't know because three out of three of us feel that way, but I'm like, do birds of a feather? I mean, I definitely feel that way, but. I will say I get a little envious when I I told my therapist this too, or sorry, our therapist. um, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you all have the same therapist? We do. Yeah, she was my first, and then I was like, I we just talk about like, each other. And, no, yeah, and, yeah. She's like, <laughs> well, I, she, the, the funniest thing is to this day, she still. This happened just a week or two ago. She's like, I think you're gonna want to come into the office this way today. And I was <laughs> just like, I think you might want to see someone. And I'm like, just tell me. I know, I know you see Kristen. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what it's always it? cute to me. I'm like, Amy. I already, you can confirm and deny Like, do we need to sign a waiver so we can all yeah. just Did we already? Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, I was telling her, because we were just talking about how, you know, our parents, um, how do I say this? Uh, you expect different things from your parents. And I think as you get older, you see that they're, they maybe not have, they, they maybe have not done the work or the, um, they have maybe the stronger they have boundaries or just all the stuff. Like they haven't, they haven't done it. They haven't done the therapy. Like our generation, I feel like is very like therapy Mm -hmm. and talking about things. And it's like, they, they've just kind of stayed stagnant with certain things. And so she was like, man, I feel like this generation, our generation is, she's like, I've had a lot of clients come in this week talking about their parents. And I said, for me though, I also see the other people on Instagram where it's like, you know, Becca Tilly and her mom were just on like vacation in Hawaii. And I'm like, I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm envious of those people that get to have those relationships. But then, then I realized I'm like, oh, well, it's fine. I'll just take my friends and you just have to accept the relationship for what it is. But it still kind of stings a sure. little bit to be like, I wish I had that. Also, I think it's like anything else in life where, I mean, I, I see so many of those things and I don't have that type of relationship either with my mom. And 
what we see on social media is like not the norm. It's just the the thing that we see. Because of course, the people who are like besties with their mom are going to be gramming the Hawaii vacation, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think True. it's like, yeah, it's like, it's important to take a step back. And it's, I also think it's important to have these types of conversations because same as like with friendships, our friendships change and grow and evolve over our lives. And sometimes the friends that we make as an adult feel better to us because they reflect the selves that we like to see ourselves as as at that moment back to us versus the people who are kind of reflecting your high school self or your childhood Mm. self or your college self. And I think family can sometimes get stuck in reflecting a version of ourselves back to ourselves that we are no longer that person. We've evolved, we've changed, we've moved on. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to, if we want to keep those relationships from our past strong, give space. I have a tip in my book actually about like always letting people evolve in front of you with our partners. I think we do this all the time with our romantic partners. We kind of trap them in the people that they were when we met them, when we've been doing all this work in the past decade. And why wouldn't they have been doing that same work as well? So I have have a question around that because something very similar just happened to me around the friendship part. And it's someone that I had been friends with for, uh, you know, 10 plus years. I'll say that. Um, and I remember sitting there having a conversation and just going, we're just, we're so different now that we've, we've so we're, we've grown apart so much that I don't know if I would be friends with this person if I met them today, but I feel like I'm almost, not that I have to be friends with this person, but it's just, you know, we, we, I, I was even thinking like wedding lists and I'm like, well, she'd be hurt if I didn't invite her, but she's not a, I don't, I would be hurt. You haven't known her for 10 years, have you? Cause I'm over here going, oh, <laughs> we're doing the math, carrying the one looks like we got X made on the, but you start to like, I start to go, okay, it's, I think it's okay. Obviously people grow apart, but to have that like kind of realization that I'm like, I, I don't even know the effort that I would not, that's not the effort. Cause I'm like, I still care about this person, but I just like, they're not going to be on the short list. And I think their feelings would be hurt. But at the same time, we're I'm just hard. so different. I don't know. It's like a, it is tricky though. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, to your point, I don't think everyone's sometimes doing the same amount of work. So, but that can sudden, be something we look for in friendships too. Right. It's like yeah. the, in our relationships and our friendships and our relationships with our family, like, we can say it's important to us to spend time with people doing the work and then we can kind of scale back the time with people who aren't doing the work. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the hundred things, a uh, hundred ways to change your life in your book? Is that um, is 99? Can, yeah. Can we have one through 99? We'll let the hundred just, they'll, they'll, to, to buy the book, you, the last the piece thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last tip is actually one of my favorites. That one is take the risk. And that's based on research from Dan Pink that shows that by and large in our lives, we regret the risk that we don't take far more than the risk that Mm. we do take. Even if those risks end up as failures, like even if we don't succeed at the risk, we still regret it less if we take it. So tip number 100, I think, is is one worth saying. (laughs) Do you have one in there for how to break up with a friend? 
99. I don't have one for how to break up as a friend. I have how to make new friends as an adult. I have ones for how to turn friends into best friends, which I think we do not talk about enough because I think a lot of us feel like we have those acquaintances. We have those people we see at work, at yoga, um, but we want that that ride or die bestie, that call in the middle of the night bestie. So we have a tip about that, but not how to break up with a friend. But I did have a friendship expert on my podcast once, and she was a huge fan of never severing ties completely. She's a fan of kind of a two-prong approach. One, having a conversation, because if you're at the point where you're ready to sever ties, you have nothing to lose by just saying to this person, I wish we had more of this type of conversation. I wish we did more of this type of thing and actually just getting it out there in the open, what you would like from the friendship. And then if nothing happens with that, she was a friend or she was a fan of putting people in sort of different categories in your life and being okay with that. Like not everybody has to be a wedding friend. Not everybody has to be a middle of the night bestie. Some people can be people you see at parties. Sometimes you send a quick text to when you see something exciting has happened in their life on social media. And that's completely okay. Give us the empath's well, guide to doing that because I, I think that's where we struggle. Yeah. Like I would, I'm going to invite just because I would feel bad that I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Well, I think it for, for a wedding, <laughs> I think it really depends on how big your wedding is, what the vibe of it is, et cetera. But the vibe is close friends. Yeah, I think if the vibe <laughs> is close friends, you can have a conversation. I think we're all mm. trying to live our life as best we can. And I think sometimes there is a tip in the book. Tip three, I think, is think about your death. And it's one of my favorite tips. It sounds a little morbid, but I think sometimes zooming out and getting the perspective of like, what are the things that are going to matter to me at the end of my life? Is it going to matter more that I didn't hurt this friend's feelings about whether or not they could come to my wedding? Or is it going to matter more that my wedding had exactly the vibe that I wanted it to have? And those answers are going to be different for different people. But zooming out and thinking about yourself literally like lying on your deathbed, which of those things is going to be more important? And then do that. Right. Well, I'm going to have to change my middle of the night friend because I tried to call hey. her in the middle of the night the other day because <laughs> I was having like, I was I violently ill from food poisoning. And she didn't answer the phone. So Ringer I need to find a middle on of the night. From now on, <laughs> I have a baby. I call me any day. <laughs> I, I couldn't because I'm like, she's got a baby. She's going to like, oh, I'm always me. awake. <laughs> hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. 
Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. There's something else too, and I don't know if you've got a tip for this. And again, I think this is like my people pleaser piece of me, which is mm-hmm. interesting because sometimes I can be so opposite. But when someone is having a conversation and they're just continuing continuing to talk, in my inner, I was like, I don't want to keep talking right now. And I just would like to be like, I'm sorry, I have to go. Or like, I need you to, because I need you to stop. I need to, I need to do stuff today or like I, but I feel, I feel bad interrupting the person to just do I'm going to share something that I can say because I've never done it to either of you. Okay. My phone dies. <laughs> no, I mean in person. Oh, oh like you're sure. on the phone and you lie and say your phone died? I just, I just hang up. Oh and, then it, and then I'll text them 10 minutes later and say, woo, my phone you died. You are going to get a lot of texts from people. Yeah. There's <laughs> only a few of them, but there's people you can't catch a breath. I'm like, all right, sis. My, like, cause I get like two minutes to myself these days. You I know? don't say I got to go. I, you would. But this person was like telling me like the story. I'm just like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." but here's the thing. If I'm on the other end of that and do not take this the wrong way, like I'm picking up on the fact that you're not wanting to hear my conversation. But if you're that observant, you're not going to keep going. People are not. That's the thing. So many people don't pick up on that. And I do that too. Like I'm picking up the hint. I am walking away while you're still speaking. Some people just don't. Like I remember when I hugged, um, you when I hug people, like, and they're like, they're not huggers. I'm like, well, okay, I, I know that now for the next time, you know, because it's like, <laughs> are you talking about me? <laughs> What'd you say? You're talking about me? No, remember that t- time that I met um, Catherine? <laughs> are we talking no, about a different, her Catherine. Catherine. Oh, okay. <laughs> a different one? Oh yeah, yeah. Where yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. she's like, how'd it go? And I was just like, well, I gave her yeah. a hug, and I don't know if she's a hug, like a hugging person. So I was like, and yeah. I was like, ooh, yeah. how'd the rest but of it go? Yeah. <laughs> Tip five in her book is don't hug people that don't want to be hugged. It's not a better way to live, a good way to it's live a healthy that. life. If you don't love to be hugged, it doesn't, like for me, it's the holding on for a long time that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. It's like if you, the extended hug is where you start to get a little uncomfortable. Well, Julie like rubs my, my rubs my arm. That That's where I'm just like, all right, stop tickling my arm. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Julie does get romantic with all of us. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll give, I need some more tips to live my best life. 
<laughs> I Please. mean, so we have 18 categories in the book. Is there something that you feel like you, an area of your oh. life that you feel like you would like to do some work on? <laughs> Jana, where would you like to start? Let me. Can I grab my whiteboard? Because I've got. Um... Uh, yeah, I think let's start with like, I'd struggle with uh, like finances. So again, I just bought a new house. I bought a new house. <laughs> She's also dating to Scottish men. <laughs> and so I get, I, have to, I talk about this a lot on especially Thursday therapies. Um, but something you said, take a risk. And I was like this, I, the first thing I thought of was like, mm-hmm. well, this house is a risk because I just don't know how it's going to look in a couple of years or whatever. And because everything is so um, not promised today and obviously, but um, just work-wise. So I'm just curious, do you have any other tips when it comes to just living your life. And I know you say take risks and stuff, but not, you know, um, feeling held down because you're afraid of what might happen. Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of money anxiety. I, I call myself like anxiously attached to money and an attachment Mm -hmm. issue relational style. Um, but I think my favorite tip in the book Mm -hmm. about money, it's twofold. One is to take the decision fatigue out of money as much as possible. So I think we spend a lot of time thinking about the little parts of money that are just weighing on our brains, whether it's, do I, Rami Sethi, who's somebody that I interviewed, he wrote, I will teach you to be rich. It's a great book. He has a Netflix series, et cetera. Yeah. And he, he came on the podcast for Thursday therapy. He's fantastic. Did and he he's help like, you? No matter how much, yeah. He's like, no matter, he's like, what would you feel comfortable having in your account? And I was like, you know, trying to talk to him about it. He's like, I promise you, you'd still not be happy when you have mm-hmm. that like mindset. He's just like, you're always going to be like, no, that's not enough. Or I need, I need this. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's, well, he's and fantastic. And I think it depends. One of the things I was going to call it for him is that he automates so much of his decision-making around money. So like he has a rule that if he goes to a bookstore and he wants a book, he doesn't think about it. He just buys the book. He knows that's something that he can always afford. And by taking the decision fatigue off the table of like, do I buy this book? Do I not buy this book? Making these little rules about money. So for me, a rule that I've been lucky enough to make about money is that I don't think about how much money I spend at the grocery store. I used to, debate about it. I'd hem and haw if I should buy like the expensive Ollie Pops and Poppies and whatever. And I'm just like, this is not impacting my finances in the long run. Why am I spending my time thinking about this? But I also think that he has a really nice zoom out perspective of like, we are making money outside of taking care of our basic circumstances to enable our best lives. So what does your best life look like? If you think your best life is in a beautiful home that's going to make you feel cozy and secure and you're going to make all these wonderful memories with your friends and family, then that's something that it probably makes sense for you to spend more money on. And then outside of that, and I think a really important thing for that is like freeing yourself of the societal shoulds. Like I do not give a shit what kind of car I drive. That's yeah, same. Literally could not care less, but sometimes I'll get that little inkling when my friend drives away in like a really cool car and I'm like, oh, should I care about that? I don't give a shit about designer bags, like having a Chanel logo on my bag does nothing for Mm -hmm. me. But sometimes I'm like, well, will people think I'm less successful if I don't have this logo on my clothes? And I think kind of removing any of those shoulds and noticing when they spring up is really important. But it sounds like you have, like me, outside of that you need to feel safe and secure. And I think recognizing that after a certain level, and I think there's definitely a level where money is going to be the thing that makes us feel safe and secure. And we need to recognize all the people who don't feel safe and secure because they don't have enough money. But after a certain level, that need for safety and security is not around money. It's around something else that happened in your past, in your childhood, and working on addressing 
the root cause of that is going to help you so much more than making more and more money well. Sure. I mean, I, I came, I came from my mom who would, we'd always cut coupons. Right. So it was like, we were, we were a coupon family, you know, and it was like, we couldn't get that because it was too much or, you know, and so it had to quit things because we didn't have, I had to quit figure skating because we didn't have the money for it. And she had to work three jobs. So, so there was like, so then I didn't, I don't really think I had security until later in my early thirties, to be honest with you. So it's so new that, you know, and he, then he, uh, he was basically saying like, your house and your car, are the things you shouldn't spend money on. And I was like, Oh crap. I was like, I, oh, really? I'm just about to move into a, you know, cause he was, he was giving us percentages of like what mm. to, you know, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm over it. But at the same time, again, I don't care what kind of car I drive. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I went less on that. And, um, I also disagree with that slightly. Like, I think it's, he's obviously the expert and sure. I, I cede to his expert advice largely, but I think we have to think about what our home means to us. And I think even Mm -hmm. if your home isn't going to be the best investment that you ever make, and Remy has some really interesting numbers around that that are contrary to a lot of what we hear, our home matters emotionally. And I think getting Mm -hmm. really clear on what your home means to you from an emotional level can be helpful. And it sounds like, especially if you had a lot of insecurity and lack of safety in childhood, creating that secure and safe space for yourself would be really, really important. Yeah, especially this that, home. that and that's the piece that like makes me want to cry because I'm like, all I want is just a safe place for not only me, but for my children, you know, mm-hmm. and just like that, the things that I would never want to happen in past homes to happen here. Like this is like my sacred like ground. So I'm like, and now you would Steve, I always go to Steve Harvey, but he's just like, you know, it's, it's, and I don't know if this is a tip that you would agree or not agree, but he's like, you should be uncomfortable. Like you will work harder when you're uncomfortable mm. and I'm mm-hmm. misquoting it, but basically like, yeah, it's, I can pull up the exact one, but it's, it's just like, I'm constantly uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this home does matter to you on a different level. I think that's the thing too. Like it's, it's not a superficial thing to me at mm-hmm. all. It's a new chapter. It's you. I mean, this, this is it. Right. I just think failure though is a, is a, a deep root too from like past. So it's like, I don't want to fail. So that's, you know, I love Any tips about that. <laughs> I love failure. I just did an entire podcast about how to get out of a slump. And one of the listener questions that I addressed was like, I am too afraid to take, to take risks and to do things I want to do in my life because I'm afraid of failing. And I was like, every successful person that I know has failed so many times. Oh, I mean, I have many and those I've learned the greatest lessons from them. You learn the greatest lessons, including the lesson that like you can take those risks and you will be okay and you are resilient. And I think you can only teach yourself that through practice. So you learn like the practical lesson, like, oh, I should do this differently next time. I shouldn't trust this person, whatever. But you also learn the lesson of like, I can fail and I can be okay. And I also think to an extent, life is sort of a numbers game. So if you take a lot of risks, you're probably going to have a lot of failures and some rewards. But if you don't take risks, you're not going to have any rewards and you're not going to have any failures. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students. 
and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Yeah, I feel like you do a really good job at though. Like you just are like, we're doing this when it comes to like your kids and like. Yeah, I was thinking about the grocery store thing though. I'd probably have a lot more money if I actually <laughs> looked at how much I'm spending at the grocery but store. But that's why because so I'm the opposite. Just like, I'm like, just like whatever. I'm going to get whatever I want. But you're um, like, I'm going to go on these great vacations. Yes, like. And, but that's my priority. Right. Like I will probably not end up. I mean, I would like a bigger, nicer house, but that's not like my top. I spend more time in my car. So I kind of want my car to be, you know, so it's just priorities are just so different. You're always hosting. I never really host at my house, you know, so it's just all different. So vacations are top for me. And I'm just kind of, my husband is always freaks out about money. He definitely has anxiety around money. And I'm just like, this is what we're going to do. My priorities traveling and, you know, so it's just a balance. It just, and everyone Memories. has different priorities. Yeah. Well, I married a preacher's kid who grew up with nothing. So we have a huge scarcity mentality issue at our well, house. Well, I grew up with nothing, but I kind of went the opposite way. Same. Same. So, like I'm like, God has provided for me different. in so yeah. many places where mm-hmm. I thought I would hit a low. Yeah. And I've just never, it, I see it's a, I get scarcity mentality to say never, but just always has provided for me. So I feel like it's yeah. okay. Then and why I, aren't you moving into the neighborhood? Because you're so my next question, because <laughs> my husband's in music. Is there a chapter on the scarcity mentality in the music and industry? <laughs> I mean, what I'm is, in a career that's also sort of inherently up and down. You never it's it's dependent on your audience and people being engaged in algorithms. And are people going to buy my book? Are people going to listen to my podcast? And I think the thing that's helped me most is building belief in my own resilience and 
I think that for your husband, he will building the belief that no matter what the world throws at him, he has the skills, the mindset, the ability to handle that thing. Because we can't control, obviously, so much of what's coming from the outside. But over the years, I've been able to build a belief that like I can I can pivot, I'm scrappy, I'm adaptable. And I think that that serves me more than any outside assurance possibly could. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. a hustler. Like it's the yeah. thing that I'm most, like all the people that I'm most um, drawn to are these like the grit, having hustler people. I think we all are like never going to settle for just like hanging out on a couch. Well, and I think that's like a cool compliment to give him instead of like, oh, this is so cool. You worked with, I don't know what he does in the music industry, but I feel like if, oh, this is so cool. You worked with this artist. You got this award. Those are cool, but he's already, those are things that are ephemeral and they can go away. But instead like saying to him, I so admire how scrappy you are. I love that you're a hustler. I think that's so cool. Like, I think it's amazing that you're going to do whatever you want And succeed no matter what. And I told him, I'm like, dude, you didn't marry. Like, we will team up and we will handle shit. Like, I'm a stay-at-home mom now because I I can be. I still want to do things and need to do things. But also, like, we're just never going down. I think he's witnessed so much of... I think he doesn't understand the the balance of like what he has seen is because there's an equal level level of effort that matches what he's seen. And, and our level, even his level sleeping is going to well surpass where his family came from. Like he can't, you know, so we just won't be that we, mm-hmm. we can't be, we're like, it's not in our DNA. Well, and going mm-hmm. back to what we were talking about with feeling you know, insecure feeling like everything might go away. I've had to realize that the thing that's going to make that feeling go away, is it going to be making more money? It's going to be giving my childhood self what they never got, which was love, Mm. acceptance, the reassurance that I've got this. I did not get that as a child. And so I've been really working on, on giving that to myself. And that's honestly impacted my anxiety and my sense of safety and security far more than any amount of money I've ever been able to make. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a, a real uh, out of your book. And that might be it, but what is the, what is the number one for you out of the hundred that you're like, this is what I will live and die by. Like your, your kind of thing that gets you through your, to make your best life. So the thing is, it does change. I really wanted this book to be a resource. First of all, it's really pretty. So I wanted it to be the kind of book you would put out on your coffee table and you would flip through as part of a morning routine or when you want a mode, like a motivation moment, you're just kind of like, oh, I can't get off the couch. I'm scrolling on social media a lot. You pick it up, you read a tip. The tips are about five to 10 minutes of reading each and you get the science and then you get action to do with that science. So I wanted it to serve as a resource for there's a time you're really struggling with gut health issues. We have a section for that. If there's a time where you're struggling with friendships, we have a section for that. If there's a time you're struggling with relationships, we have a section for that. But right now, the tip that's really resonating with me is about rewiring your neural pathways for happiness. Have you guys heard about this concept at all? Mm -mm. Yes. I love it. So it's from Dr. Rick Hansen. He is a psychologist at UC Berkeley. And he does all of this amazing work about how we can literally rewire our neural pathways so that we feel more happiness on a moment to moment basis in our lives. And the way that we do that is by when we feel good things, when we 
notice a sunset. These can be like little, little, little things. When you're in a hug, if you like that hug uh, for a little bit longer to just kind of sit in it, when you're smelling your dog's like fur, your kid's hair, anything like that, these little tiny moments, you want to sit in it a little bit longer than you normally would sit in it. And then you want to turn up the dial on feeling it a little bit more. You just kind of want to like oh yeah, the sunset is so good. My cat's fur smells so good. And what that's going to do, that lingering and that amplification is going to literally rewire your neural pathways. Your neural pathways are like a meadow. And if you were going for a hike, you're kind of like making a path in the meadow, making a path in the meadow, making a path in the meadow. And those are all different thoughts that you're thinking. So if you're thinking, I'm so stressed, the world is against me, I'm never going to complete this, I'm ugly, I'm stupid. Those are paths that you're making in that meadow in your brain. And your brain is going to take the most easy path to take. So if it is the most well-trodden path, I'm stupid, I'm ugly, I'm stressed, I hate the world. Your brain's like, cool, got it. That's the path I'm gonna take. That's an easy way through this meadow. But what you're doing through this practice, through amplifying the good and sitting in the good is you're making new pathways and you're cementing those pathways and you're making them much easier. So the next time your brain doesn't know where to go, instead of feeding you shitty thoughts that make you feel like crap, it's gonna feed you really good thoughts that are gonna make you feel amazing. I love that. Well, Liz, thank you so much for coming on. Everyone get a hundred ways to change your life. The science of leveling up health, happiness, relationships, and success. Thank you for sharing some of your tips with us. Thank you guys so much for having me. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.